Blog Talk Radio. I've been writing my songs and telling my stories. I finally got my songs played on the radio. I've been doing interviews around the country. And then one day, a DJ asked me, can I pray with you? He said, do you mind if we pray on the radio? Do you mind we talk about the Lord? over you You know there's no better company than Jesus while you're out on the road I told the DJ right then I'd be more than happy Share my thoughts and inspirations about my songs. I'm thankful God likes my music enough to ride with me. So if you're hearing my country music, then know that Jesus tags along. Do
two shows on iHeartRadio, uh, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, uh, Spreaker, Podcast.com, and Podcast Garden. And those are just the ones that I link it up to. The show also goes up on third-party podcasts that I don't put it on. Someone else does. So the 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 growth of this show in two and a half years has been absolutely amazing. And some days, especially lately, when I get down and think maybe I'll just close the show down for a while and just step back. And then I think, nah, I can't do that because there are too many people that are counting on us. And y'all have been so loyal through the illness and death of my husband that I can't do that to y'all either because I am nothing if not loyal to those who are loyal to me. So welcome to the show. There's two ways to get on the show. One, you can come on as a guest. And we are booked up until the end of January, ladies and gentlemen. That's how busy we are. But you can still you can still sign up. Or if you want to place an ad, you can place an ad. I'm not in it to get rich. Don't want to get rich because it's just money. And and what you do is you contact me on off the chain radio at yahoo.com and I will tell you how to do it. But before we get started with our wonderful, wonderful guest who I absolutely adore. I want to uh, go through some of our sponsors who I absolutely also adore. And uh, Amy Lyle, y'all might know her. She's been a guest on this show. She's a comedian. She also lives in my hometown in Atlanta, Georgia. Well, she has a unique outlook on life. Most people hide their failures, but Amy wrote a whole book about hers. It's called The Book of Failures. The book opens with, I have been married for 20 years, not to the same people, but 20 years nonetheless. The book talks about relationships, how hard it is to to blend a family, and just funny failures of everyday life. The reason it's been a bestseller for over a year is because it is so relatable. Everybody needs more laughter in their life. So buy it for yourself or for a friend or even someone you really don't like who's going through a hard time could change their attitude. The Book of Failures is available at some Barnes & Noble stores and on Amazon. Or an audio book. The Book of Failures by Amy Law. Get it today. Um, Howard Levine has a new book out. It's called The Last Gasp. And Frank Tadici's niece is dead, one of thousands of victims of a terrorist attack which has been laid at the feet of Islamic radicals by a right-wing U.S. government. Frank, based on a chance encounter, is one of the very few people who questions the government's explanation. He's a Vietnam veteran who wants nothing more than to live without further controversy or conflict. Can he and his grieving brother Rob, a detective with the NYPD, obtain the necessary evidence to uncover the truth in the face of scorn and incredibility? Given that they are putting their lives in danger. And last gasp, a novel that resonates with today's politics. The answers to these questions unfold in a way that mingles personal and societal issues and intertwines the past and present while moving relentlessly forward. Most of y'all know Diane Moe. She's been on this show several times. Well, our favorite vigilante, Sam Holden, is back. The third book in the series, Dog Bones, is about Sam's quest to avenge abused animals. And it is, she, her quest is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other. Will her double life be exposed? Will Sam be able to protect her animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you haven't yet read the series, 
you can start with the first book in the series called Dog Bone by Diane Mode on Amazon. Now, if you're into audiobooks, Audio Bookworm Promotions has a great deal for you. You can adopt. Don't shop for your next audiobook favorite. The Adopt an Audiobook program has new releases and audiobooks of every genre. All audiobooks are free to interested reviewers, and that's the caveat. You have to be willing to review the book after you listen to it. Simply listen and share your thoughts. Audiobookwormpromotions.com forward slash adopt an audiobook. Traveler Pelton has also been on this show. She has a special offer going on in her website just for folks getting ready for holiday gift giving. She's offering postpaid sets of her trilogies for $25 a set, and she'll autograph them any way you like. She takes PayPal and will ship the sets out the next working day. So go to her website, travelerpelton.com, for all the details. And the, um, the latest book in the Oberlin series is called Terrorist Traders and Spies. The middle generations of the Oberlands carry on the legacy of their father, Noah, by setting up a network of scientists, spies, and informants all over the globe. This book spans the generations from 1900 to 1975, a time of change and growth. The family tries to stay out of the feud between Edison and Tulsa while beginning to investigate an elusive enemy network that grows in an underground jungle, which will plague them for generations. They survived two world wars, the Korean conflict and the Vietnam War, in spite of attacks on them personally from the enemy and their own government. Will the legacy of the Lynette negotiators carry the family through discrimination, hatred, and treason? Will there be another seven generations of the people to carry on, or will they follow their ancestors into oblivion? Join the high-energy Oberlin family and yet of another traveler's tales of intrigue, technology, and history. Terrorists, Traders, and Spies, available now on Amazon at Books a Million as an ebook or paperback. And again, go to her website, travelerpelton.com, and purchase the box set for $25. Now, back to this opening song. It's a brand new song, has not been out long. We are, are blessed with being able to give it to you tonight on the show. It was written and performed by my guest tonight. Indy, Indy, you have to remember, this is an Indy country artist. His name is Richard Lynch. He has compiled a long list of country hits and chart toppers in the world of traditional country music. Richard's single, A Better Place, topped the New Music Weekly AMFM country chart, the Indy World Country Record Report, and spent an incredible 32 weeks atop the Roots Music Report True Country chart. His next four singles also top the country airplay charts, including a duet with Grammy Award winner Rhonda Vincent and Richard's latest single, last single, Country Music Isn't Country Anymore, went top 25 on the iTunes Canada sales chart. This man is absolutely magnificent. Richard is a multiple award-winning artist and a member of the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame has appeared on WSM Radio Nashville, WFD TV, and countless other media outlets. He is also the host of Traditionally Lynch, airing on TV and radio, and he's the founder of the Love Tattoo Foundation for Veterans, which we will talk about. Richard, I am so glad that you are back with me tonight. Well, hey, Yvonne, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure, hon. Well, you know, it it just seems like yesterday we talked and I we played all these wonderful 
uh, all this wonderful music. Now, as a caveat, ladies and gentlemen, Richard was introduced to me through Michael Stover with MTS Management. Michael contacted me and he says, I have this whole list of artists. Would you be willing to interview them? And I said, of course. Every one of them has gone on to do great things. But Richard, I told Richard, the first time I heard his music and the first time I interviewed him, I said, Richard, hold on to your hat because you are going to go places. And boy, you went like a whirlwind. (laughs) Well, thank you. You did tell me that. And uh, it's great to have folks believe in me and my music because, you know what, I realized, Yvonne, there's such a need in today's world for traditional country music. Amen. In fact, as I was setting your show, um, one of my girlfriends was had been spending a few days with me, and I was playing the first song, the, the prayer on the radio, and when I finished playing it, she looked at me and she said, Yvonne, not only is he traditional, but he sounds like George Strait, Conway Twitty, and Travis Trent all rolled up into one. <laughs> Wow, you hug her neck for me. Tell her I thank her so much. <laughs> I will. She was just blown away. I said, so it's not just me. She said, oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Not just you. Mm-mm. So. Well, I am so thankful to hear stories like that there. I, 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 that song, A Pray on the Radio, has had an immense amount of interest around the country and around the world here the last um, oh four or five weeks or however long it's been. I think about a month now it's been out. And uh, I, I tell you how that song came to be. I was doing something, what we're doing right now. I was having a, a interview, but I was driving down the interstate. And uh, normally I, I try to get off the interstate and conduct my interview to where I'm not battling traffic and, you know, that kind of thing. But But the gentleman called me that day, and I was about 10 minutes before I could actually get to uh, an exit to get off the interstate, and we're going on with the conversation and the interview on live FM radio out of California, and he'd seen that I'd been playing a lot of music around the country, and that I was very busy, and I was very fortunate, and he said, he said these words, Richard, the Lord must be traveling with you. You're a lot of places, and you're extremely busy, and I thanked him. I said, I hope so. I think uh, I think I need some help these days. And before I could say anything else, he's the disc jockey asked me, Richard, do you mind if we pray on the radio? Wow. I have never been asked. I have never been asked that before, and I have never been asked that since. And uh, I was me and my wife was driving in my pickup truck at that time. We were doing a a Arkansas, Tennessee, and Kentucky radio tour. And normally there would never be a pad of paper anywhere to be found, but that particular moment there was a pad of paper between me and my wife. And normally you would have to have a search warrant to find a pen, but there was a pen on the dashboard looking at me. So I'm driving down the interstate, left hand holding my phone, looking for a pen, kind of drive with my knee, and I grab the pen and I'm writing these words down, the actual conversation of the interview is the actual conversation in that song. And I'm driving down the road and my wife was all big eyed and she was afraid we were going to, I was trying to wreck and kill us both. So she grabbed a pad of paper and a pencil and the pen and she was writing what I'm saying. 
during the conversation. She's seen how intent that I was. It's like that inspiration hit me right then, right there, and the song had to be wrote. So <laughs> that's exactly how that song came to be. Well, I believe in divine providence because I think you and I've talked before. I have a very deep abiding faith because I could not live without believing that that God has the bigger picture and God has a plan. And I believe that God puts people in our lives at a time when we need them. And in in this day and age with with the dynamic of society shifting and moral compasses shifting, I think we're going back to faith. And for that disc jockey to have enough faith to say that to you in an interview tells me that that was the hand of God. I think you're right, Yvonne. Um, I've I've had lots of interviews recently in regards to this particular song, and uh, the conclusion is that, on my behalf, the conclusion that I came up with is I just held the pen and uh, a divine intervention had to be there because, um, you know, I, I would have never had that inspiration had I not had that conversation with that disc jockey. And you know what's really hard to believe, Yvonne? Me and my wife, we, we cannot, for the life of us, determine who that he was. That's wow. what's really amazing. We, can, we cannot figure out how who that disc jockey was and at at some point i would love to have a a a call back from that gentleman and say hey i i talked to you i hope that happens someday but uh it's just one more amazing maybe he'll listen to this podcast and he'll call you stranger things have happened I, i mean you could not have planned this out any 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 more strange but how this all this circumstances came to be but I think it was meant to be. Oh, absolutely. There, there, it, it, just like it was meant to be for Michael to, to get in contact with me and give me this whole list of wonderful artists. And without exception, all of those artists that I've interviewed on this show, including you, I have watched their progression. And I have seen y'all climb the charts. I have seen y'all be nominated and win awards and it's it's amazing to me that your journey is is just mind blowing. Who would have thunk it? I I agree a hundred percent. But I, I'll go back to this. I was raised in a, a country music household. Um, by that I mean my dad was an incredible singer and entertainer. Um, I come from a little old town called Waynesville, Ohio. It's about thirty miles north of Cincinnati. But I was raised in that household, and every morning when I got up, my dad would be sitting there drinking his coffee, fixing to go to work, and he'd have that traditional country music on the radio. And uh, at the ripe old age of eight years old was the first time I ever got to go see my dad play, perform in a live setting. He was playing with a guy by the name of Porter Wagner, and uh, I was so uh, amazed that here I am, I got to go to the show with my mom and dad, and my dad is performing with this guy that I watch on TV every Saturday night. I'm like, oh, my goodness, my dad must be special. So here I am. I'm, I'm blown away, and just my chest is all swelled up at the ripe old age of eight, watching my dad perform with this guy I watch on television. And dad had performed, I don't know, four, five, six songs maybe. 
And he looked down to my mom and said, Linda, my mom's name, said, send Richard up here to the stage. So I, I was in disbelief, but I ran up on the stage and I did an old porter. I did an old song by Buck Owens called I Got a Tiger by the Tail with my dad's wow. band. And um, I was, the, court, the, 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 the crowd response was amazing, especially when you're eight years old. You get, but I guess I've come to realize that at that moment I was bit by the country music bug, and I've uh, been dedicated uh, ever since to that traditional sound. And look at you now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I asked Richard before the show how many awards he's actually won. He was nominated, at la- at my last count, at 16. Now, he's got more than that sitting on his shelf. He's so humble and, and, <laughs> and so um, appreciative that he doesn't keep count. I mean, this man still works a farm every day. But... Because of your personality and your remaining true to your roots, I firmly believe that that you're being rewarded for the for the good that you do, and we're going to talk about that for the good that you do, and for staying true and staying humble and giving the glory to where it belongs. Well, thank you. Uh, I have a lot of folks I need to thank. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, my wife is probably, well, if not probably, she is my biggest fan, and she has been for a long time. And uh, she has believed in me, and um, we have, together, this music thing has um, has really started to blossom. And uh, I owe a lot of thanks to so many fans around the, the tri-state area, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana, that, you know, has spent time and money and uh following us around and uh, supporting us for all these years. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so grateful to this day, Yvonne. I, you know, I, I hear people tell me things like, well, we knew you were going to be in our part of the world here, and uh, we we took off a couple days vacation. And they would drive two, four, even 600 miles to come see us play. And that, that absolutely just blows me away that someone would think, enough of me and my music for them to do that. Uh, I'm so appreciative to so many folks that do that. And 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 this is the reason they do it, Richard, is, is because they know you appreciate it. And with that caveat, I want to play a song, and then we're going to talk about what that song represents. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Richard Lynch. I told him that he ever makes it to South Florida, I'll stand in line to go to his concert, and he can stay at my house. No, there will not be a mob at my house. We'll be right back. <laughs> Loves his God, his kids, his wife. For them, he gladly give his life. He served his country as many do, and he came home with a love tattoo. I remember when the soldier walked past He paused 
as he heard a young child ask, Where'd you get that scar I see on you? He smiled and said, It's not a scar, it's my love tattoo. The soldier said, To keep our world more safe for you. I fought and bled as many do. I did what I knew I had to do. No, it's not a scar. It's my love tattoo. My love tattoo is a symbol to remind him. How we fought with pride for our red, white, and blue. If Uncle Sam asked him to stand with our soldiers in some foreign land, he'd unpack his uniform and combat boots. And with honor bring back home a new love tattoo. My love tattoo helps me recall Some of my friends who gave their all They fought and died as many do So I'm proud to wear my love tattoo He loves his God his kids, his wife. For them, he gladly gave his life. And he served his country like heroes do. And he came home with a love tattoo. Yes, he came home. With a love tattoo Tattoo that was written and performed by my guest, indie country music artist Richard Lynch. Now, Richard, every time I hear that song, it brings tears to my eyes. There, there's a reason behind that song because you give back. Again, this is another reason why I really, really believe that you have become as successful as you have in an industry that's hard enough for mainstream artists, much less indie artists, and that's because you have a foundation, and it is called the Love Tattoo Foundation. Explain how all that works and why. Well, thank you for uh, mentioning that, um, but um, I, I I grew up within a, in a household that really appreciate um, our men and women of the military, and to this very day, as far as I'm concerned, we can't do enough for them. 
So um, that song came to be. There was a friend of my wife's that was named Chuck Brisbane who lived in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And at that time, Afghanistan was kind of going pretty hot and heavy. And every evening he'd watch the news and he'd see these soldiers um, come back and they were being shot up. And it was uh, pretty heart-wrenching. So Chuck decided that he wanted to go and just meet one of these soldiers. So he went to the hospital the next day. And uh, he went to this particular soldier's room that was on TV. He wasn't on TV, but they were talking about him the previous night. So he went to that soldier's room the next day, and on that soldier's door, he had wrote a, a note and posted it on his door. If you're coming here to feel sorry for me, please leave. So that touched Chuck immensely, and he wrote a poem. And he sent the poem to my wife. He said, uh, Donna please ask Richard if he would put some music to this. So I said, I put some music to his poem, and I realized it needed just a little bit more help. So me and another friend of mine, a Nashville songwriter, Terry Dennis, got together, and we wrote the uh, the, the chorus part of it and the bridge, and we, uh, we put it all together and uh, recorded the song, and we started playing it in and around our area. There's some... Uh, musicians that I've been playing with for oh, many, many, many years. And we started performing it around our Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana area. And the next thing you know, we're getting a multitude of different requests for it. Well, it just so happened that we were going to do a show with Ronnie McDowell. And Ronnie had some major hits in the 70s and 80s and was just a, a major influence in the industry. And I've always loved Ronnie McDowell's music. Well, we got to do our our uh, our, our show with him, and uh, it was brought to my attention that Ronnie McDowell did three tours of duty in Vietnam. So I was went from loving the man's music to now loving the man, Absolutely. and uh, and I got to talking. And our manager uh, Randy Hayford um, had sent out a uh, you know a note to to Ronnie after the show was over. Says Richard has this song, and I was wondering if you would consider listening to it, and if you like it, maybe we could get together and do a duet together. So Ronnie heard it, and he agreed to do the duet with me, and um, we got in the studio, and the proof is in the song. It turned out pretty amazing. And the, really, the, the best part about this whole story is the fact that we have dedicated every penny that gets raised on the sale of that song to a place in Michigan called the Will Win Lodge. And any and all American veterans are welcome there, um, you know, if they need a little R&R or some place to just communicate and talk. There's a place that exists that helps our American veterans. And me and Ronnie feel strongly about the fact that we can give a little back, and uh, we're just proud that we can do this, that, just give a little bit back for those folks that are so well-deserving. Yeah, because they gave all. That's exactly right. Some of them did. And and, and their families. What what people of non-military families don't understand is when a military personnel goes off to serve, the family serves as well. Yep. And That's exactly right. And they sacrifice as well. Yes, ma'am. And they are so deserving of 
what we who stay behind can do for them because they do it with a free will. They sign up to go do this. They do it with a, a, a willing heart and a calm spirit and not for glory for themselves, but to take care of us. And and when I see people, especially Vietnam, Vietnam was was my generation's war. And when our men came back and, and they were treated so badly, I was embarrassed to be an American because of the way that our personnel were treated. And it wasn't, it wasn't their fault. They had to go fight a war. It's, it's what happened. They were in the military. They were called to duty. They had to obey the command. And so I hope that, that through the years that we have taken that tarnished, ugly tar brush and thrown it away and maybe can treat our veterans the way they deserve to be treated. Very well said. It and and this this song it 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 brings tears to my eyes because it it is a love tattoo. Well, you know, um, I mentioned earlier my wife, Miss Donna. She uh, she is actually um, you know the backbone of everything that we do, and you know the music she she'll tell you she don't carry a note, but she's as much. Uh, or if not more involved in music than anybody, and I, I work a five-piece or six-piece band, and we we travel a lot, and I wouldn't trade nothing for all my musicians. But my wife, Miss Donna, she is um, by far the you know the backbone in this music thing because she believes in me so much. And and then uh, we got this got this song uh, you know uh, that we put together, the love tattoo, and she came up with the idea to create the foundation and really have a meaning um, a meaning behind it and a cause behind it. This goes to show you that traditional country music can be diverse for one thing, but it can also help and, and it can also be a benefit to a lot of people in a lot of different ways around the country and around the world. <coughs> Excuse me, that is true. <coughs> what does the foundation do and where can people go find it? Do Help with it. Well, the best way to find uh, the Love Tattoo Foundation is to just go to my website, richardlynchband.com, and uh, you can scroll down and see uh, the Love Tattoo Foundation. It will be it will explain as to you know all the all the different things and the and the and the shows that we do each year. And uh, you know it talks about the uh, the Willwin Lodge, which is a 1,200 acre facility in Michigan, has a 60 acre fishing lake and you know our veterans uh can relax and kind of get their mind off certain things and you know like i say it's it's not a lot that we do but we we feel we should give a lot uh, give uh, our part back to those veterans and that's just our little way of being being thoughtful and want them to know that we care about them and and richard would it also be fair to say that they can go to this to this place and feel free to talk about their demons with each other because they of all people understand each other. When, when men say war is hell, that is an understatement. And unless you have been in that situation, one has no idea what those men and women go through that stay with them the rest of their lives. 
That's exactly right. And, you know, there there is a doctor that they can have, see up there, a psychiatrist, that they need to talk to somebody. Or they can just have some camaraderie of uh, knowing that they've got some fellow GIs, uh, guys and gals, uh, that go up there to that Wilwyn Lodge. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty special. But, you know, I, I hear things like 18 or 20, maybe even 22 veterans a day commit suicide and that's unacceptable to me and my wife and so if there's a little something that we can do to create a place and help support a place to where they can kind of get their head around things and reevaluate their lives I think that's something that um, is worth doing and and to understand they still have worth and they're still part of our present and our future and when they take their own life They've cut that thread that we can never weave back into the fabric of our present and future. And we have to help them understand they have worth and they have something to contribute to society, to us personally, to us individually, to us collectively, to themselves, to their families, to their children's future, to strangers' futures. This is so true, you know. It's a, I think it's a great cause, and you know, I'm I'm glad, I'm really glad that um, you know the song came my way, and the uh, the fact that uh, my wife's seen seen the need to pursue that end of things, and it's it's been a benefit to a lot of folks, and it's been a benefit to me. You know, I I I realize through my wife basically that you know you uh you you can do a lot. And, and be successful, but when you start learning to, to give things away and help people, it's amazing how much how much uh, good things come your way. You know, just just um, just be willing to help people. That oh, true words, my friend, have never been spoken because I have seen you grow like an atom bomb. You just <laughs> boom, there it was, ladies and gentlemen. This is the same. With my guest, the, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful country music artist Richard Lynch. And I'm going to play another one of his songs. It's called Mending Fences. And then we're going to talk about it because this was another song that I played when he was on the show the last time. And it it, it has a message just like country and Western music does. It has a, a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it has a message. So we'll be right back. Living in the modern day Electronic super age Nothing's done the way it used to be Nobody writes a letter Or shows up in the worst of weather On the front porch with a rose and an apology Now it's email or iPhone message that's the only way to catch you But you don't call back Come on So I sit and stare at your Facebook picture The only way to get back near you Is cut and paste your face next to mine It looks good and it matches up what a shame that ain't us Like it used to be 
once upon a time What I'd give to have you back How I'd love another crack Just one more chance to get it right But now it's email or iPhone message That's the only way to catch you But you don't call back or come online So I sit and stare at your Facebook picture The only way to get back near you Cut and paste your face next to mine Now it's email or iPhone message That's the only way to catch you But you don't call back or come online Stare at your Facebook picture The only way to get back near you Is cut and paste your face next to mine Yeah, it looks like I've blown forever The only way we'll be together Is cut and paste your face next to mine I am your host, Yvonne Mason. This is Off the Chain with the songwriter and singer of that song, Richard Lynch. Richard, that song is so true, it's not even funny. (laughs) Well, it just goes to show you that, um, you know, uh, traditional country music can be relevant in today's modern world. You know, there is... Absolutely. uh, and it's, you know, great country music is so diverse. I mean, just think about it. You've got honky-tonk. You've got hard-driving country. You've got those ballads. You've got those great country western songs. But traditional country music can be so diverse and so meaningful, even in a modern high-tech world that we live in today. Because the theme is the same. Heartache, alcohol, running around, um, lost love found love, saying I'm sorry, it, 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 the base is, is all the same. I think you're right. There's just a lot of a lot of good emotion. You know, true traditional country music is an emotion. That is an emotion. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I can take my emotion and put it to, to music because um, uh, uh, I've a good country song or a good song in general is from an emotion. If you can take your emotion and let somebody else hear it and that touches them, then all of a sudden I've had people tell me, well, you know, Richard, when I heard that song, it's like you sang it or you wrote it for me. But that just tells you that you're making a connection with folks because they want to they wanna have that feeling. They want to get that feeling from their music. You know what I mean? And that's what makes you – the the top of the heap, or as we say out here in my world, 
the cream of the crop. I mean, you just rose right to the top of that milk bottle like you were born to it, and you were. I mean, <laughs> when your well, father says, "Come you. sing," and and you you had to pick one of the hardest songs to sing at eight years old. <laughs> I did, uh, you know, that was a song that I grew up singing all the time around the house. My dad always knew it. I was going around singing that song, and uh, he said, well, we're going, to, we're going to make you shine, son. So he did just that. <laughs> and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you've never heard that song, that song's been around since I was a kid, and I'm 67 now. And it is a very hard song to sing because it it changes rhythm, and it changes tone from the chorus to the verses, am I right? Absolutely. It's just, uh, but you know, it's it's a great song, and uh, that's a classic example of you know just people you know having the need and the want to be entertained and connect with the singer and the artist. That's true, and and the name of the song, ladies and gentlemen, is Tiger by the Tail. Now, because we have talked about this song, Richard, you you know that you're going to have to release that as a cover song just to appease me, so that I can play it and I and I can travel back in my childhood. My wife just now joined me here. Um, we're setting up for a, uh, a show tomorrow evening, and uh, she just came out to. We're in the Sprinter now, and uh, she just caught, popped in. And I'm going to have to tell you. Yvonne wants me to re-record. I got a tiger by the tail, so she can record yeah. it. <laughs> She's all excited. She wants. She's been telling me the same thing. <laughs> See, okay. All right. There's an old adage that if one person calls you a jackass, you pretty much can ignore it. If two people call you a jackass, you might want to think about it. And when that third person calls you a jackass, guess what? You're a jackass. So now two people have told you you need to record that song. So I guess you better get busy, Richard. <laughs> I think you might be right, Yvonne. <laughs> to do especially now with the the caveat of that think about it that was your first public appearance as an indie artist when you stood up on that stage and I can see it in my head an eight-year-old boy with this wonderful band behind him in the the presence of his idol Porter Wagner with your heart pounding your palms probably sweating and your your knees knocking and you sing one of the hardest songs out there at the time, <laughs> and you did it well. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, that's something. That's a memory that will uh, always be there. You know, my dad was. I get. I get asked often. You know, who's who's some of your big influences? What who influenced you a lot? And I, you know, I tell them. You know, people like Conway Twitty and and Keith Whitley were two of my biggest influences. But really, the biggest influence I had was my dad because he was such a great uh, singer and a guitar player. I wanted to learn and sing and play like him. And and uh, you know, uh, I, I I have to say, Dad was truly my biggest my biggest hero. And and from the, from the sounds of it, not only was he big, your biggest hero, but he was also your biggest fan because he I encouraged so. you. To to be the man that you are and the man that he knew you would become. I think you're right, and you know I I used to take Dad on the road with me. We would go play a show in Baltimore or Maryland, or we would be in in Missouri or 
where with Georgia, where we would be, I would take him on the road with me. He never knew a stranger, and uh, you know I just loved that about him. How he was always warm and friendly, and he he just kept true to what he was, and didn't try to be anything he wasn't. And I, I you know, I learned that that's a probably a pretty good trait to try to follow. So <laughs> it was worked. It worked good for my dad. I thought so. I wanted to keep the next generation going. You might say. Absolutely, and and it's working for you. I I just I know you probably get sick of hearing it, but I cannot express how how proud I am to know you, to have been able to have interviewed you, to see your success and and my face lights up every time I see country music artist Richard Lynch nominated for yet another award. And I'm going, Go Richard uh, That's so amazing. I, I really I'm just amazed how how everybody is um, you know, clamoring and uh rooting for us because you know it's we've been doing an awful long time i, I did an interview here recently uh in missouri and uh the 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 art the uh the disc jockey said richard you know we we've been hearing your name and your songs for the last couple of years and you're here and you're here and you're there and you're there and you're doing this you're doing that she said you're just an overnight success she said and then i paused and i said yep 35 year overnight success <laughs> <laughs> bit longer but there you go but think about this Richard in the 35 years that you have been doing this most people would have quit because they would have said it's taken me too long to reach the top of the mountain my darling friend you have not reached the top of the mountain yet oh well thank you well I I have to tell you Before you say that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say something that I told him I was going to I was going to say, and and he will have reached the top of the mountain when this happens. His name is in the hat for a Grammy award. Now, y'all get hold of whoever you need to get a hold of and tell them to pull his name out of the hat, because this gentleman is so deserving of a Grammy Award. If anybody, this man has stuck with it through thick and thin, through highs and lows. And I'm going to tell you, being on the road ain't easy. Performing weeks at a time is not easy. And, and his dedication, his love for the, for the craft, his love for country music, and his love for the fans, he deserves this Grammy. I rest my case, Your Honor. You may continue, sir. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I sure hope that comes to to get to happen for us. Um, but, my you know, my I was just predictions tell you, have a tendency, don't they? You're exactly right. That's exactly right. But you know, I've said it a couple times. The reason that we're uh, we've stuck with it and the music has has um, you know been good to me is because my wife believes in me. She said, Richard, you know, we're gonna we're, we're gonna see what this where this ride takes us and. Uh, you know, I, I I owe it all to her. I just put it that way. And the good Lord upstairs. Oh, absolutely. The man the man upstairs is riding with me, and then the song says, "The must be riding with me." And I I do believe he is riding with me for sure. And 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 there's 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 something that is still unfinished. There there is a path that you were taking that. You haven't gotten there yet, but there's something coming. I feel it, and that all of this is going to accumulate. And and when it happens, 
it's going to blow you away. Well, I sure hope you're right. I, I, I have people tell me that, you know, on a regular basis these days. And I, you know, I, I hope to goodness that they're exactly right. You know, I, I have one big goal in life that I would like to say I have done that I haven't done yet, but I, I would like to say that I got to perform on the Grand Ole Opry and maybe if we keep going, that might it's just coming. very well happen. It's coming, oh. my friend. It's coming. Oh. And I want you to send me a ticket because I'll take a plane out of here and I'll be there in the front row. <laughs> well, we'd love to have you in the front row and backstage if that happens, I can tell you, Yvonne. <laughs> I, I'm there. Y'all heard it first on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Richard Lynch, Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. That is the that that is the epitome. That is the crown that every country music artist wants to wear because that that tells the the country music industry and the industry as a whole they have arrived am i right you're right i i hope it happens for me i <laughs> keep my fingers crossed <laughs> oh no it's going it's happening trust me my friend it is happening so with that being said would you believe our hours coming to an end Wow, already? Already. Wow. It's been a blast to get to sit and talk with you again. And and you'll come back, right? Oh, anytime you want me, I'll be you just reach out to Michael Stover or, or Randy Hayford or my wife Donna and uh all the uh all the folks that take care of me and we'll make sure that we get on here with you anytime you want to. Oh, Michael loves to have you on this show. I'm going to tell you. He says, he says, Yvonne, uh, is is Richard on your side this week? I said, don't you know it? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> I said, me the music. So when I heard prayer on the radio, I just, I, like I said, my girlfriend about fell out in the chair. Oh, she, she thank you it. so much. So when you get new music, you got to let me know so we can get get you back on here. And and I've got even one I didn't get to play, and that was back in love again that you uh, duetted with Rhonda. That song was really big for us, and it still does a lot for us. And Rhonda Vincent, she's a she's a true joy to work with, and a great lady to be around. So, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get Richard to tell you where he can be found. And no, you can't go now. you got to wait till the show's over. Go and download his music and spread it everywhere so he can get a Grammy Award and on the Grand Ole Opry. And now you have the floor, my friend. Well, thank you once again for letting me be a part of your show, Yvonne. You're a class act. But the best way to contact me or to find out about our music is to go to Richard Lynch Band. Dot com and uh, you can see all the, the different places we're playing and all the different things that we're doing around the country and all the interviews we're doing, like with you, Yvonne. But richardlynchband.com, that's the place to go. And he's on Reverb Nation, too, ladies and gentlemen. And he has a Facebook page called the Richard Lynch Band. He also has uh, a Twitter account, the Richard Lynch Band, Wikipedia, Richard Lynch Musician, and if you want to interview him, contact Michael Stover at MTS Management Group. Michael is on Facebook as well. Get a hold of him because Michael will certainly hook you up. Now, Richard, don't hang up when the show goes dark um, because I'll, I'll want to tell you, you know, what I always tell you at the end of the show. But thank you so, so much. Thank you for being the man that you are for being the artist that you are, for sharing your craft, and for, 
for doing the Love Tattoo Foundation and taking care of our veterans because that, you know, there's an old adage that character is, is what someone does when no one's looking, and that is what you do with the Love Foundation. And you have a lot You're of You're welcome. You're so welcome, and I thank you for having me, dear. And ladies and gentlemen, we will be back tomorrow night with a return musician, J.J. McGowan. He is amazing. And, you know, there's there's a couple of things I say at the end of the show, and, and they're all they're important because we're all on a journey. When you see a veteran, thank them for their service. When you see a cop, thank them for their service because both of those entities sacrifice so much for us. Their families sacrifice so much for us. They never know when their loved one walks out the door if they're going to return home in one piece or if they're going to get the visit by the chaplain or the cops, superiors, or the armed forces commander. They don't know if they're going to get that visit, and nobody wants that visit. So thank them and thank their families. People will forget your name. They will forget what you look like. They'll forget what you're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you've made them feel. We're all on a journey, ladies and gentlemen. Some days that journey gets a little bit rough. And if you can help someone along their journey by saying something nice to them, just something soft and nice, a second of your time, no matter how bad a day you're having, say something nice. It makes a difference. If you want to achieve greatness, please stop asking permission because there is no one that is going to give it to you. And the reason for that is because you are already great. You just have to believe it. Teach your children they are. They are our future. And without them, we have no future. For every veteran that we lose and for every child that we lose, For every person who commits suicide, we lose a piece of our future. So when you you see someone who's hurting, when you see a veteran that needs help, or when you see a child who is being bullied or has no self-worth, encourage them to hang around because it will get better. And without them, we have no future. Richard has been an absolute jewel go and and he says he's coming to South Florida. He best come to South Florida so I can go stand in line to see him because I would. I don't stand in line for people, but I'll stand in line for Richard because he is wonderful. Go and get his music. Look up his website. Join his fan page, his Twitter page, his Redbird Nation page. Look for new music. Spread it around. Tell folks he needs that Grammy. Do what you got to do. Put it out there in the universe. And listen for him to come and join us again on the show. I am your host, Yvonne Mason. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time here on Off the Chain, where we will have another independent music artist. I love those people. They're so wonderful. Until then, I want to wish you all a good evening. Hug your children. Hug your spouses. Love yourself. Like yourself. And know that tomorrow is a new day. So until we see you again tomorrow night, this is Yvonne Mason on Off the Chain with my guest, the one and only country music artist, 
next Grammy Award winner, Richard Lynch. And we want to tell you all good night. Okay, the show's off the air. So what I will do, like I did last time, Richard, I'll when I when the show goes in, he's already dropped. Okay. Mm-hmm.